Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A massive fire here in Fayetteville could be seen from miles and miles away. We're live at the scene with why firefighters say this could take days to put out. A Durham police officer injured in an early morning crash. What we know so far about what led up to this wreck. And when you open the door, you're going to feel it. It is steamy out there for now. But I'll show you when a cold front will come through and help to bring us back to normal. Also, a historic storm has parts of California that rarely see rain this time of year totally underwater. Hillary has been downgraded, but it is still hitting hard, causing dangerous and life-threatening flooding. Talk about that as we get our Monday started here together and really activity off of both of our coasts. Mm -hmm. We're glad you're with us. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. We'll begin with what's happening in the Pacific. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center tracking what's going on with Hillary. And the very latest information from the National Hurricane Center came in, of course, at 5 a.m. And now Hillary is a post-tropical cyclone. You might hear us talk about it as a tropical depression. And so that's going to continue to weaken as it moves up across Nevada. The center of the circulation has moved out of California technically, but there's still a lot of cloud cover and some of those clouds are still producing rain from Los Angeles northward. Um, the storm still has winds at 35 miles per hour, but this one has always been all about the rainfall. You can see where it is headed now um, on up toward Idaho and uh, and and uh, up around Oregon, where it will fizzle out very quickly. It's not the only system out there. Of course, it has produced as much as uh, six to eight inches of rainfall across Southern California, and we'll have video to show you of the destruction there. I will likely have more of that in the days to come. But we have a system here in the Gulf of Mexico. Good chance that it develops, maybe bringing some rain to Texas. But Franklin, Gert, and Emily, tropical storms, Gert's new overnight last night. None of those are likely to affect the United States. We take a quick look at Franklin. It moves across the Caribbean and then out to sea as a Category 1 hurricane, potentially. Gert is likely to dissipate here very quickly today. And then Emily uh, continues to move west and then northward. And at this point, its track doesn't look to take it anywhere close to the United States. We take a look outside, down Town Raleigh, 74 is our temperature. Our dew point is 72, so it's warm and sticky for us this morning. Um, it is clear out, so we have the top of the tower lit in blue. Heat index, it's likely to feel like triple digits by 2 p.m., feeling like 103 at around 4 o'clock. Actual high temperature in the upper 90s this afternoon. Same thing tomorrow, but we'll talk about why temperatures will drop a little bit by the middle of the week. Coming up, Brett. Thanks, Elizabeth. Good morning, everyone. I'm in for Brian Trader this morning. It is 6.02. Here's our live look at US 1 at 1010 Road. A little bit of traffic out there coming in from the Apex and uh, Cary area, but nothing too bad. Here's our look around the map. Uh, 440, the Beltline is in the clear. They removed all those cones there from the overnight construction, so that's good news. 540 also in the clear and 40 from the Garner-Clayton area all the way through to Durham. We are also seeing green sensors right now, Renee. 
Brett, thank you. We're following breaking news out of Fayetteville. Fire crews are on the scene of a large fire on Shaw Mill Road that's expected to burn for several days. This will impact the morning commute. WRL's Laura Levine joins us live near the scene. And Laura, officials say this is a challenging fire to fight. Yeah, Renee, and right now we are really seeing things begin to pick up a little bit more here. Not only can we feel the heat, even though we're a safe distance away, but we're starting to hear more of that crackling sound as well as things dropping as the fire spreads within this contained area. Now, I'd like to tell you within the past 15 minutes, we have seen crews patrolling the area here because they had to respond to some spot fires. So we know that this is something that they were expecting, and that's why crews are here monitoring the situation. They've asked people who live in this area who may be driving by if they see any spot fires come up especially in the wooded area here to call 911 so nc4's crews and the fire department and police department they responded to this fire around 11 o'clock last night and since then it pretty much has stayed the same because nc4 service kind of created a perimeter around here to contain the fire it has been a challenge because fire crews because of access restraints and really the situation here how it's up. They haven't really been able to put out the fire, so they're kind of standing by and saying that this could last for a couple of days. They're going to be monitoring the situation, of course. People who live in the area, we have seen folks kind of come out in shock by how big the flames is. The flames are. We've also seen an aerial view from up above, so what you're looking at here, it may look like just one row of railroad ties and pallets on fire, but it is several rows, and they're hoping that it kind of stays within this area. I'd also like to mention really quickly that what you can see here with the flames and smoke, it is moving in an upward direction, so it's not spreading out. Some people who may live in the area may have concerns about air quality, right? How is this going to impact the air we're breathing? As of right now, crews are saying because this is moving in an upward direction, that is not a concern, but certainly something to monitor in the coming days. This road, uh, Shaw Mill Road and Meharry, will be closed for several hours. You want to make sure that if you're traveling within this area to kind of avoid it. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Fayetteville. We also have breaking news out of Durham we're following. A police officer is hurt after a truck crashed into a cruiser. WRL's Keenan Willard joins us from Durham right now. Can you tell us about what led up to this crash, Keenan? Well, at this point, it's been going on this scene behind me over two and a half hours. You can see this is Hillsborough Road and Michael Farm Road, sort of in northwest Durham. This is the scene, and you can see exactly how it played out here. Uh, police telling us that this truck crashed into an officer's unit, injuring that officer, so, uh, that officer suffering minor injuries to their hand. Uh, you can see the other side of this scene there. That's the actual cruiser involved in this wreck. At this point, police have spent the last few hours trying to recreate exactly what led up to this crash. You can see they've been marking out evidence. There's still some debris in the road over there and the airbag, airbags deploying in both of these vehicles. Uh, we reached out. There were two men who we saw officers pulling out of this truck. And, and speaking with by the side of the road just after the accident. Uh, we reached out to police to ask if there are any potential charges that could be brought against those men from the pickup truck as a result of this crash, as well as if they have any information about what exactly led up to the wreck at this time. We're still waiting to hear back, but staying on top of this ongoing investigation over the next few hours. Keenan Willard, the WRL Morning News.
More than nine people in Southern California are under flash flood warnings this morning as post-tropical cyclone Hillary batters the region. The National Weather Service is warning of potentially life-threatening flooding in parts of California, Arizona, and Nevada. Water rescues have already happened in places including Palm Springs and Ventura County, where at least one person is unaccounted for. Shelter-in-place orders are in effect in several communities, including San Bernardino County. This is the first time a tropical storm has hit California in more than 80 years. Some areas are getting a year's worth of rain in a single day. Local officials are urging people to stay indoors. I know it's human nature to want to go and see this storm, see the swells and the rain, but it is not safe. Schools in Los Angeles and San Diego are all closed today as the storm makes its way through. Southern California was also rocked by an earthquake Sunday afternoon. A 5.1 magnitude quake shook buildings as people sheltered from the storms. Smaller aftershocks followed the quake. No injuries have been reported. This morning, Raleigh police are trying to track down a person accused of shooting and leaving another person with life-threatening injuries. Officers say they've been using canine units and drones to try to track down that suspect. Investigators say the shooting happened yesterday afternoon in the Shades Place neighborhood, right across from a park where children play regularly. They believe it stemmed from a fight. Police say the suspected shooter doesn't live on that street where the shooting happened, and it appears to be an isolated incident. Emergency workers in Maui, already overwhelmed by fire relief efforts, have a new worry on their hands. A storm is expected to bring heavy rain today and tomorrow. Now, this comes as President Joe Biden is expected to visit there today. Authorities are preparing for possible flooding and mudslides from post-tropical cyclone Fernanda. Crews are putting in extra protection around storm drains in Lahaina after devastating wildfires killed at least 114 people. The U.S. Coast Guard is also working around the island to try to reduce runoff and prevent hazardous material from getting into the ocean. This afternoon, Wake County commissioners are expected to approve millions of dollars for PNC Arena renovations. It's the second approval the arena needs to get for the funding. Raleigh City Council approved it last week. That money is part of a larger recommendation from the city and county managers on how to spend revenue from the hospitality tax. This comes after a lease extension was made to keep the hurricanes at the arena and develop the area around it. If approved, the money would also go toward the Cary Indoor Sports Facility and Raleigh Convention Center. We're at 610 right now and families and friends of people who died from overdoses are rallying for change. What they want to see changed when it comes to punishing those who distribute fentanyl. Plus, another natural disaster hits the West. Why crews trying to put out wildfires in Spokane, Washington say they weren't able to continue. It's going to be a really hot couple of days for us. Temperatures will be in the upper 90s. Heat indexes will be in indices will be in the triple digits. But I'll show you what's coming along to bring us some cooler weather by the middle of the week. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3.
612 on a nice clear but very warm and sticky morning at 74 right now in Wilson and the whirly gigs are barely spinning so there's not much of a breeze to make it feel any better. 74 in Durham outside our Durham newsroom and then in Fayetteville it is 75 right now. Uh, sun comes up a little bit higher and we're going to see a really pretty sunrise. Not a lot of cloud cover out there but some pretty colors uh, along the horizon certainly. Quiet start this morning. Temperatures as most folks are heading out the door will be in the upper 70s and our dog walking forecast by the time we get to 9 a.m. we're already in the low 80s. Walking the dog this evening still going to be hot. Six o'clock temperature 94 but it will still feel like the triple digits. It's an interesting seven-day forecast with a lot of ups and downs. I'll show you what's coming our way to make it feel cooler in a few days. Brett? Thanks, Elizabeth. Let's take a look at traffic here, and we have our uh, delay map coming in and out of Raleigh right now. Not seeing any major delays all the way across the board on all of our major routes into Raleigh. That's some good news here just after 6.13 this morning. Same goes for the Durham area. Just a couple minutes uh, uh, here and there if you hit a stoplight, but nothing too bad to worry about. No accidents out there right now. Here's our live look at I-40 and Wade Avenue. A few cars starting to get out on the roadways as they get their Monday work week kicked off, but we're going to continue to track traffic and weather every 10 minutes here on WRAL. And Jeff Hogan is here with a look at some more of our top stories that are going on right now, Jeff. Brett, thanks for that. Happening today, the Person County father accused of shooting and killing a driver who struck and killed his son is due in court. Chad Wood Sr. is charged with second-degree murder in the death of Jeffrey McKay. McKay was driving a truck that hit and killed Wood's son, 17-year-old Chad Jr., as that family was walking on Ashley Dink Road last Monday. Investigators say while McKay was calling 911, Woods shot and killed him. Police say after he shot McKay, Woods and the teen's mother got into McKay's truck and drove home, leaving the man and their son in the road. People who lost loved ones to fentanyl overdoses are pushing for tougher punishments. Dozens rallied at the state capitol yesterday. North Carolina has a death by distribution law. Two bills currently moving through the state legislature would modify the law so that people would get criminally prosecuted, not just for selling drugs, but for distributing them in general even if there's no money involved. In North Carolina, there were nearly 14,000 fentanyl-related deaths in the last nine years. At least two people are dead and hundreds of buildings damaged as wildfires burn in Washington state. The governor there has declared a state of emergency. The fires are in the eastern part of the state, Spokane County. They began Saturday. There are extensive evacuations going on right now as officials work to get people to safety. At one point on Sunday, air units weren't able to help people help them battle the flames there because of the thick smoke and the air quality. The work on UNC Chapel Hill's old well is complete. Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz officially reopened the well yesterday. Crews have been working all summer to install a permanent granite slope. It improves access to the time-honored tradition on campus. Students who would otherwise be unable to take a drink from the fountain are now able to go up and take a sip on the first day of class. Thousands of students do it every year, hoping the well's water will bring them good luck and good grades. Just a week now, and kids on the traditional high school calendars will be headed back to the classrooms. We asked a UNC pediatrician what she wants parents to know about their children's health. First, she says, if it's been more than a year since your child's last checkup, schedule one now. It's a really good opportunity for the parents to have the child up to date on vaccines, particularly those vaccines that are required for school. Dr. Jessica Young also says you should talk to kids about phone safety, bullying, and social media use. You can find all her recommendations by looking for this story on WRL.com's homepage. 
It is 616 and this morning we are tracking Hillary, this historic storm that's hitting Southern California. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. So highly unusual to have this happening. What normally happens is we do have a lot of tropical systems that develop in the Pacific, but as they move northward, they move into much colder water. If you've been to the beaches in North Carolina, you know that we get to this time of year and that water temperature is warm, you know, into the 80s. Well, the water temperature here off the coast of California and even off the coast of Mexico could be in the 50s, 60s, maybe close to 70. Uh, but tropical systems need water surface temperatures at 80 degrees or warmer in order for the storms to continue to survive. Otherwise, it's too cold and they fall apart. So that may tell us something about climate change. Certainly, this is the first storm to produce a, a, a tropical storm warning for this area here in Southern California. Uh, it's moving 35, it's 35 miles north of, it's, it's farther than that. It's moving on up into um, uh, Nevada at this point with the winds at 35 miles per hour. Moving fast though, at 29 miles per hour. It is now a post-tropical cyclone, just becomes a remnant low moving on up into Idaho and Oregon by the time we get to this afternoon. So it's a fast mover. Here's what's happened here so far. We've seen in the red areas anywhere from two to four inches of rainfall. And in the yellow, it's going to be four to six. We've had some pockets higher than that around Santa Clarita uh, to the east of L.A. and to the north up into the valley. So uh, this is so much rain for this area. A lot of this is a very dry region, uh, desert in some places, and the topography is not designed to handle this sort of rainfall. This is highly unusual. You can see the flooding risk is medium as it moves on up through Nevada, parts of Oregon, and into Idaho later on today. It's not the only system that we're watching. This one here in the Gulf of Mexico could develop and bring some heavy rain to parts of uh, southern Texas. We have Franklin, Gert, and Emily, our, our uh, tropical storms, none of which are likely to cause uh, any problems for land. But take a look at this. This is the one in the Gulf of Mexico. It's possible that toward the end of the week, we could see some heavy rain in southern Texas and some of that could loop up toward the four corners of the southwest. Take a look at this. You can see where the rainfall um, is likely to develop that system and moving onto the southern coast of Texas. That could cause some flooding and some problems as that moves on shore. We take a look at Tropical Storm Franklin. It moves across uh, Haiti and the Dominican Republic by the weekend, heading out into the Atlantic, potentially as a hurricane. Gert likely to just uh, dissipate as quickly as it formed, dis uh, formed last night. And then Emily likely to move up into the North uh, Atlantic and also fall apart. So very busy in the tropics. There's one more wave coming off the coast of Africa too. Pretty sunrise there in Goldsboro. Uh, nice weather in Apex Chapel Hill as well. We take a look at our triple digit heat index for this afternoon. It'll feel like 103 in Raleigh, 100 in Durham and 104 in Fayetteville as our temperatures will be in the mid to upper 90s. So hot conditions. I, I kind of am liking the seven day forecast. I mean, it's still August. So if we can get a little roller coaster ride going, not bad. 80s Wednesday and Thursday, Sunday, we're back to 84, but there's a lot of Hot weather, Brett, there in between as well. Up and down, but you know those days where it's down? Those are the days I'm going to have my tea time out of the golf course. Yep. Those have been some nice days out there. Thanks, Elizabeth. Yep. <laughs> we'll take a look at traffic here now, and you're uh, seeing all green all the way across the board. That's the good news. We do have that one crash icon that's on South Saunders Street. It's not causing any sort of delays right now, so that's the good news right now. But across the, the triangle area, all green on all of our sensors. Let's take our live look. Uh, we'll pull that up here. This is I-440 at Lassiter Mill Road. This is the Beltline. You can see some traffic out there so far on a Monday morning, but not seeing any delays at this point. Here's our delay times on to I-40 right now. We are delay-free across the board. Renee and Jeff. Thank you for that, Brett. Today we could see another step toward more casinos in North Carolina. There's a proposal that could bring thousands of jobs, but opponents say they need to know more about this plan. 
More school buses are about to roll out as the first day of the traditional school year is almost here. The push for drivers to be aware and make sure kids stay safe getting on and off the bus. Also here are your winning lottery numbers from the NC Education Lottery on your screen right now. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. The era of giving kids cold, hard cash for their allowances may be over. More parents are now going digital when they give their preteens and teens money. New research by Visa found nearly two-thirds of parents prefer to give kids money with Venmo or other apps than physical cash. They say it's more convenient, saves them time. About three-quarters of parents said they then track how their kids spend the money. Makes sense. It's all electronically there. Oh, right? yeah. Count me in that 75% tracking where it goes <laughs> because those transfers just keep happening. Mm -hmm. the, the, I tell you, I mm -hmm. have handed my girls, teenagers now, with their own bank accounts, I've handed them cash like maybe twice in the last three years. But now you just transfer, you right? You just transfer. That no makes it that easy. you watch. <laughs> you can't say no, Jeff. See I don't know. It it's goes. hard to say no I to your girls. sucker so bad. <laughs> Barbie is no longer the queen of the box office. Superhero origin story Blue Beetle took the top spot at theaters this week, knocking Barbie down to number two after four weeks on top. Barbie has already made more than a billion dollars worldwide. So there was so much buzz about Barbie, but then Blue Beetle, not so much. And the reason is because of the ongoing strikes in Hollywood. Mm. So the people in the film, they couldn't do any promotion for Blue Beetle. But a big superhero movie, it's got a devoted fan base, and the reviews were pretty decent for that movie. Yeah. Four weeks for Barbie. I'm a little bit shocked at that. It seems mm -hmm. like a short run with all the hype. Yeah. American Ninja Warriors finale is tonight. A local competitor could win it all. All the action goes down on NBC, and the network has already sent us a little bit of a secret here. Uh, someone is going to conquer the finals course. The winner takes home a million dollars. Brandon Thomas is from Apex. He'll be among the athletes going for the big prize. I hope he gets it. In the past 14 seasons of American Ninja Warrior, there's been only two big winners. Tonight's two-hour start to the finals airs at 8 p.m. right here on WRAL. The million-dollar winner will be crowned September 11th. This morning on Today, remembering Ron Cephas Jones, the Emmy-winning actor from This Is Us, died over the weekend at age 66. How his co-stars are memorializing him, coming up on Today at 7, right here on WRL. A Durham police officer injured in an early morning crash. We're looking into what led up to this wreck. And it's one of those days to be careful. It's going to be hot out there. Highs will be in the mid to upper 90s, feeling like the triple digits. But there is some relief in sight. I'll show you when. Also, a live look in Fayetteville. This is happening right now here. A huge fire burning this morning. The problems crews are facing that could lead to this burning for several more days. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state? wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling, and that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.